A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Buenas, mi gente bella, divina, fabulosa, what's good, what's poppin', it's your girl, Amara La Negra, and welcome to another episode, to another show of Exactly Amara. Ya ustedes saben, mi amor, su negrita del alma. This is a production of iHeart, and I am so grateful for them because they allow me to have this podcast where I can just be open, honest, transparent with you guys, have all types of crazy conversations, educational conversations, fun conversations, a little bit of everything. So thank you so much for tuning in as usual. And don't forget to subscribe and rate us and share this podcast with all your friends and family, all the people that you know. If you think that it's funny, if you think that it's informative, if you think that you know somebody that can relate to the top to the topic, feel free to share this podcast and don't be stingy. Also, Leave comments, leave comments. I always love to sit there and just read everything that you guys have to say, whether it's good or bad. Um, or if you want something specific, like I'm at, I'm going through a situation or I want to hear about this, dale, write it in there. We're going to check it out and we're going to make it happen. So <clears throat> today's episode, it's about lessons that can be learned from your ex or rather better, the lessons that I learned from my ex. Um, and to talk about it, look, I don't have to feel excited, depressed, or confused, pero I need a como que el balance, el balance to my energy is my producer, my friend, colleague, toda la vaina, Alex, Alex, are you in here? I'm so glad I'm here because the beginning of that sounded like, hey, am I bringing her down? Am I depressing Amada right now? She's she's like, I need him to bring me back Yeah, down. I, I need no, you to bring the it. balance to this because whenever you hear the word X, you are ready, like, you're honestly always ready to be in the defense mode. Well, no, it depends how soon it was. It depends who it was. It depends how you guys broke up. It depends on many things. But, um... I mean, hey, you, I'm still friends with a lot of exes, Amada. Really? Like, we have some really great friends. We'll talk about that towards the later part of the episode. But I'm, you know... Yeah? I, I, I don't have one ex that I am not Have you ever with. gone back to an ex? Like, you guys broke no, up I've and never, then you went no. back to them? 
No, no. Every single time uh, we got together, we ended things, but we still remained really good friends. No, no, no. I want all my exes to disappear. Like, why are you still breathing? Oh why are you still here? Like, we just, <laughs> what? Why? What's the point? You're, you know what I'm saying? You've already done enough damage. It's time for you to go. But, oh um, gosh. Anywho, <laughs> I mean, go out of my life. You know, if you're still here in the world damaging other women, that's on you. Pero, Correct. Um, yeah, that's that's. A I problem. just want you to disappear out of my life and never see you again. And if so, I want to see you doing terrible, so I can look at you and be like, you see what I'm saying? Karma's a bitch. Pero anywho, yeah. Let's get to but these. You know questions. what? <laughs> yeah, I wanted to know. I'm out of. When when did you really start dating? When did you jump into the dating scene? How old were you when you knew you were on your very first it date? Did, I don't know because like does like lunch lunch count as a date? Yeah, that's a date. If you're sitting there talking and yeah, but I'm like, I'm, there's I'm plenty of about lunch like in dates. High school, like you're you're in high school, whatever. Like, look, you know what? Yeah, because that is your that is your world. Yeah, that was where you were in. So as a teenager, and that's what we're going to talk about right now. As a teenager, do you remember your very first date slash relationship and breakup in that world that you lived in? Um, I remember. I remember. Oh my god, this is so terrible. I remember having like high school dates, but it was more like, listen, on fourth period, we're going to sit together in the same table, okay? And then we would have that half an hour of eating together, whatever, and then we went our separate ways. We never did anything, but to me at that moment, that was like a big thing. You know, we're sitting yeah. together in the lunch table or whatever. Um, and then, you know, later on in life, you know, I did date my teacher, but that's another conversation. Um but yeah, like in the dating, dating scene, I think I kind of, uh, I, I started later on, que se yo, the end of high school or something like that. So more towards your, the, the ending of your teens. Yeah, the ending of my 20s. teens, the ending of my teens, uh, of my teens, because everything else, I think it was just kind of cute. I wouldn't consider it like dating, dating. I just thought it was cute. Pero, um, yeah. Because you also could break up in high school, you know, if you grab a pen from someone who, you know, the, your, the person you're dating thought you <laughs> You were flirting with because you grabbed their yeah. pen. Breakups in high school hurt. Yes. You know, I remember breaking up with my girlfriend at the time and we were dating. We were high school sweethearts yeah. and everyone came out of the woodwork. People I never even talked to, jocks, cheerleaders, yeah. everything were like, we're so sorry to hear, you know, but I'm like, what? What is happening? Yeah, no, it's okay. When you, you know? first start finding out what love is and we start liking someone, the beginning of those breakups is really like the most hurtful ones ever. So I totally get, I mean, I, I get it. Um, but I'll say this much. I'll say that looking back, like if I really had to como auto, auto estudiarme, auto analizarme, looking back into my dating life, I've made the worst choices ever and I haven't gotten any better. Some people just aren't good at making, uh, you know, choices when it comes to their significant other. And I also always think that that also comes with childhood traumas. You end up just picking the wrong person just because you want affection or because you want to be loved. And you can see all the red flags and then you'll still stick around because you're just looking to fill that, you know, that empty spot. So so even so. So moving away from from your teenage years, because it sounds like you were just kind of like, OK, cool. I'm yeah. Date and then and I also dated girls. There's nothing really there wasn't there wasn't really nothing there to learn except your your you were experimenting and seeing what you wanted. So let me ask you something. You said that throughout the years you've made mistakes and you kind of fall back on that on that blade yeah. again over and over and over yeah. again. So this has been happening since you you were in your 20s up to yeah. now. 
what ha- what are some of the things that you think you've you you know that you've learned but you continue to just put them aside and and make the mistake over I, again? Mijo, like when you look at the guy, you can already smell it. You can smell when they're little players. You can smell it's just a walking red flag. Yeah, when they're red flags, when they're too much into themselves, when they are talking to too many women, when they break their neck to look at the girl that's walking by or or whatever. There's many red flags that you see and then you try to convince yourself that you can, you know, I'm just going to let him be himself. I don't want to put too many pressure, you know, too much pressure. You know, um, if he's dating me, it's because he really likes me. He doesn't have to be with me. So I guess. And you just put up, you create these like excuses yourselves to forgive bad behavior. Uh, that's that I find. I find that that's something that a lot of people do. They find an excuse and just exactly the way you said it to um, remove that bad behavior and think that something might change. Or you change. blame yourself. And that's or hard. Or you blame yourself. Like anytime something goes wrong, and it's something that women do for the most part. Like it's funny because when, when a man breaks up with a girl, you know, or, or let's say re- reverse. When a girl breaks up with a guy, he'll automatically say, oh, she crazy or there's something wrong with her or da 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 It's always the opposite person that you blame. Women, for the most part, if a man breaks up with us, we're like, what did I do wrong? There must be something wrong with me. I must have pushed him away. I, I, I. So it's like, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to see where it's coming from. So is that is that... Is that something that you've learned from your relationships where a guy has gone out and done that and said, oh my God, I'm out as crazy, like blah, yeah, blah, Yeah, they blah. try to make you feel like, okay, you got problems. You got problems or you got self-esteem problems or you got insecurities because you just peeped the red flag. And I also believe that women, for the most part, we give a lot of warnings. We give a lot of warnings before we give up on something. Like when a woman is over something, that means that she's already tried. She's already spoken this, that. She's, you know, she gave all her warnings. A lot of guys don't actually pay attention to them or don't think that that day is ever going to come. They kind of get comfortable. So, yeah, I've seen my warnings. So can you can pretty much say that, you know, for you as you, for yourself here, do you see the person first? And not your expectations, or do you reverse that? Do you have expectations of that person, and then start to see things develop with that person um, in front of you? Unfortunately, I feel that sometimes I do have expectations for them because I like build a bears. I like build a guy. You want to train them? I want to train you like a puppy. I can fix you. Like there's, you have so much potential. I can fix this. And that's the biggest mistake as women, as men, is being in relationships with people that we feel that we can fix them. You know, you have to accept people for who they are, as they are. And that's just what it is. They're not going to change. They can evolve from being who they are, but they're not going to change. And that has been my biggest mistake. I've always dated men that I feel that I can change, um, that I can make better. And it hasn't worked out. So have you not trusted your intuition in all of these in all of these uh, mishaps, or I, I've you trusted know, have you just it. disregarded I've it? Trusted it, I just it disregarded it because deep down inside, you know when a guy is no good, or you know when you shouldn't date this person. Like this person seems like trouble. Mm, like whenever they say, "Oh, I'm single," mm, you know. You're like, you're single, like you mean today, like for now, or like you're really single. I don't know. You could be dating them and you could see suspicious movements, the calls that I got to go outside to pick up this phone call or the, you know, 
I don't know. Um, you're always and these are all and these are all things you've learned throughout the years for, from your exes in your life. Yeah, basically, because the only way you can learn these things is through your own personal experience. Like, no matter how much people tell you, no hagas esto, esto lo otro, tú aprendes por experiencia. And how many would you say, in in a number yeah. of the, off the top of your head, exes wise, boys and girls? Because uh, you've explained on the show before that you've dated or seen yeah. women. Um, where do you see, number-wise, how many of these exes you think you, 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 you can count that have taught you a lesson or you've learned something from, from them, them that will make you All better? Of All them. of them, huh? De todo se aprende y de todo el mundo se aprende. Mira, from one, I learned don't be so financially open. When, as a woman, mm. when you're so financially open, to me, there's nothing wrong. Como que no importa. If I make, que se yo, $50,000, I'll be like, oh my God, babe, I'm so excited. I just got this opportunity. I made 50 grand. This other person might not look, especially if they don't make as much money as you do. Um, that's another one that I learned. They, they look at you with like, oh, you got money. So now you're no longer, you know, paying for dinners or, or putting up money because you feel like, well, you got it. Uh, don't be financially open. Two, definitely learn that. Don't ever date anybody. And I and I used to like it because anytime I see those movies or I see people that, you know, nosotros no, nosotros no hicimos junto. We worked together and we built this empire. I always wanted to build an empire with somebody. But then I realized times have changed and things have changed and not everybody's the same. When you date someone that has less than you do, especially being a woman, there's always a sense of competition. Whether they tell you or not, deep down inside, there's always a sense of like, you know, si ella hizo tanto, I got to do tanto. If she's driving a, a Maserati, I got to drive a Bentley. If she, there's always that sense of competition. Definitely learned that. Um, I learned... Do you, do you count that as a, a, a problem, a break in communication within the relationship where you maybe... Um, are expressing too much or too little? How do you see that in, in when you in in the communication of a, re, I a relationship? I know that they say that you should be completely open with your partner. Today's out of today, after my experiences in life today, I would say you shouldn't. I feel that no matter what, you should still preserve some things for yourself. You know, and always be clear on the fact that you're two separate individuals. You know, you have you, I have me, we have us. But you, ha you, you can't lose yourself in the midst of that. And that also includes financially. We can have a, a, an account together and we both have to have our individual things. So you can't express everything that you have, everything that you own. I, don't, I just don't think that it's healthy. And it should be, but I don't think that it's healthy. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everyone in our country has a voice. It's something that says not just where you come from, but who you are. Welcome to NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of podcasts and a celebration of the hosts in journalism who've always spoken truth to power. Our voices are as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as the Black experience, and stories should never be about us without us. Find NPR Black Stories, Black Truths on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. So let me ask you something. Where... Where did it go wrong for you? How come you have not been able to pick up these patterns? Or have you and you just ignore them? The patterns of these certain lessons that you've I don't realize that I am following a pattern till after I'm in it. You know, after I'm in it is when I realize, damn, I did it again. You know, I did the the, the build a bear, the fix, you know, make a guy, you know, um, the with the, oh, he has potential. He's so great. And now I'm and now I like feel like my mom was right. My mom always says, Tiene que buscar de un hombre que ya tenga lo suyo together because you already have your stuff together. Or at least for the most part, you're more put together than a lot of women out there. So, you know, you have to find somebody that's going to uh, lift you up. And I'm always trying to lift other people up, you know? So, no, I'm not doing that anymore. Sorry. And what about if you were to talk to someone... Um, or have you been in, in a situation where the person is trying to fix themselves? Is that a red flag for you? Or is it something that you could think you could take on and be helpful with? No, Bobby, when you finish working on yourself, holla at me. ¿Tú me entiendes? When you feel that you got your life together, entonces talk to me because I did that for a very long time. And what ends up happening, ladies, tell me if I'm right or wrong. For the most part, Girls like me that are fixers, that you want to fix men and you want to build them, you end up building them for the next bitch. You end up building them for the next woman. Because after you get them when their confidence is low, you let them know how amazing they are, you clean them up, you you, you fix them up. Y ya después, as soon as they know that, mi amor, ellos cogen la calle. The same thing happens with guys that get girls that are, que tan feita, right? 
you got money. You get her boobs done. You get her 360 life or her BBL hair done, expensive bags. You start taking her to expensive dinners that she's never been to, you know, surrounding her around different environments of people. Y ya, mi amor, ella se comienza a sentir como que, you know what? You're trash. I can do this without you. Entonces, they forget where they started. So. That's, that's kind of hard, right? Like sometimes you're trying to. When you're trying to gauge someone and, tr and learning about them, you really don't know upfront because a lot of people won't be upfront yeah. if they're fixing themselves, right? And that, you know, I, I would think that from your past exes, did you have one or two or three maybe that you knew were going through something like that? Or were, or were you always the one to want to build the guy? No, I, I, and in some occasions I didn't know. You, you know, you start seeing it later on because a lot of people, and that's another thing, um, Guys, ladies, gents, um, stop doing that. Like, if you don't got it, just don't have it. Stop trying to pretend in the beginning. You know, you show, you show like that character, like the good side of you. You know, they get, I'm so perfect and they get, I don't fart, you know, and I'm so, I don't do nothing. No, from the beginning, show me all your flaws. Mira, I wake up late, I'm dirty, I never pick up this, I don't do dishes, no se cocina, I don't know, ah, show me everything. Then you decide, you know what? I think I can deal with this. I can fix this or I want to, you know, that's cool. But in the beginning, I've had guys that have shown me the moons and the stars. You get some perfecto. And later on with time, you start to realize, wait, all of this was a facade. So that's, that's terrible. That's crazy. That's, that's insane. Yeah. Uh, I would say sometimes you got to love yourself um, a little bit more than to settle with something uh, detrimental that could bring... Mental breakdown for yourself and, and more anguish towards the relationship. Lesson learned. Stop settling. Don't settle. I was a settler. I'm not doing it anymore. Sometimes. Did you stay with them because you were comfortable? That happens a lot too. It's like marriages. A lot of times you stick with somebody, not because you are in love anymore. It's just because I'm comfortable. I already know you. I don't want to start all over again. You know, you've already seen me naked. You already know everything about me. It's like, eh, all right, I'm just going to stick around and be here. And then. You realize you left the best years of your life being with somebody just because you didn't want to put the effort of do, starting all over again. So don't settle. If you know that you're with somebody that you should be doing better or this person doesn't deserve you or you're with someone because you don't want to be by yourself, which is something that happens a lot. You don't want to be lonely. Been there, done that. Don't do it. Not doing it anymore. Not 2022. What's a what's one of the biggest lessons you've learned from one particular ex? Like, is there someone in your in your life that stands out the most that you're like, damn, like you always kind of think about it. I, you know, everyone has that. Everyone has that one person. They're like, damn, you know, um, maybe two. But for yourself, do you is anyone on the back of your mind that you knew that that lesson that you learned from that person you cannot commit again? Now you don't have to name them, but the, yeah, the situation yeah, yeah. itself. For sure. Um... Lesson learned, whenever they say they're going to pull out, don't listen to them. It's a lie. You got to pull it out yourself. You got to pull it out yourself or wrap it up. Don't trust that. La ladies, don't trust it. <laughs> wow. Woo! And, 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 and I'm assuming, I'm not going to assume, but yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, that is a that is a lesson, lesson learned, learned from your from your from your younger years from when you were first learning about no, sex. No, but I'll tell you, and yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Or they get just the tip or la brochita. Don't believe none of that. Don't believe none of it. You can get in trouble. 
Um, I would say that goes both ways, guys out there listening to this podcast. If a girl tells you just do it, it's fine. Trap you. Be careful. Um, I will also say, hey, I'd be joking around, but it, it's real for a lot of people. Um, I would also say when you start dating someone, if you really like them, make sure that they're single. If they tell you that they're single, I don't think that these days you can no longer just believe the fact that they said that they're single. I need proof and evidence. I need to investigate the situation. You know, um, if you say that you're, because that's another thing. When guys want to get it, they'll be like, oh, you know, I'm married, but we're separated. You know, yeah, we, we have, have we're having problems right now. Things aren't working. You know, I'm getting a divorce or I'm already a divorce in the process of. She doesn't, she doesn't want me. She doesn't want me. Okay. I need facts and evidence. Please text this bitch right now and say something sweet to her to see how she going to answer you back. And she says, mi, mi amor, papi, this and that. You're lying. And she's like, what the fuck do you want? Sounds like my girl. All right. So that's it. But what if you have some, what if you have an ex that actually literally like still, you know, not in the sense of love, love, but loves you to death. You know, you've had that really, that I don't know. I don't know. I need to have some type of proof that you're actually single. Cause these days everybody says that they're single and they're really not. They they just want to have FaceTime me and walk around your house. FaceTime me and walk around your house. Open all the drawers. Can you please open your medicine cabinet? Let me see. Is it open your closet? Is there an extra toothbrush? As a matter of fact, Ladies, here's another one. When you go to the shower, do you have some Bed Bath & Beyond jelly fruity shit? No, that's no, that's a sign. You're not using this. That's part of being Metro, bro. What is, what's wrong with the fruity stuff? <laughs> Something is off. Do you have some like, you know, girly pink shaver or something? I need to know before I really put my feelings into it. Because you can't trust these days. And that's the thing. Uh, people be having these double lives. I just feel like, be honest. Look, if you're just... So you can say, so you can say it, lesson learned, maybe? Is that Well, yeah, that's, ha- that's most definitely happened to me. But I just feel like, be honest. Like, because I might still want to fuck with you. If you're honest. If you're like, look, I'm married, all right? I got my wife. I have 10 kids. I got a nine to five. This is what <laughs> it is. Do you still like me? Okay? At least you gave me... <laughs> <laughs> At least you gave me an opportunity. Hey, listen, I'm being honest with you right now, okay? My life is in shambles. I have all this going but, on. But exactly. But you know what? You find me attractive. I find you attractive. We have good chemistry. Do you still want to mess with me? At least you gave me the opportunity. But don't lie to me. Don't make me like you. Don't make me fall into this crap to then later on realize that all of it was a lie. I think that's disrespectful. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for the eligible bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everyone in our country has a voice. It's something that says not just where you come from, but who you are. Welcome to NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of podcasts and a celebration of the hosts in journalism who've always spoken truth to power. Our voices are as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as the Black experience, and stories should never be about us without us. Find NPR Black Stories, Black Truths on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And I think that that is a great topic for a future episode that we can we can definitely talk about, about, you know, the double lives and how people, you know, live them. I mean, there's people out there who are married, have kids and are living a completely separate life outside. And of not theirs. just men, women do it, too. Women, too. Yeah. And the opposite partner in, in the situation has no idea. Especially of when you do those on. long distance relationships. I'm just saying I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. So, Yeah. You got to be careful. Social media, man. You, you just like one picture and next thing you know, you've been dating for three years online. Pa que lo sepa. That's another thing. You know, social media is another way of also having a, a double life. You know, there's guys that wake up every morning to text a little Instagram girlfriend that you've never met, but you cater and give attention to this person more than you do to the person that's sitting next to you every day, that's laying next to you every day. So, yeah, these things are important. Lessons Lesson learned. learned from our exes today, ladies and gentlemen. We have learned a lot. Uh, we've known, you've gotten very, very personal today, which is great for our listeners to understand. And I'm not saying that all of these not situations only, are mine. I'm just saying overall. Right, right, right. So you, you've you've shared enough with us from your personal life that we you can shared nothing. relate to what has you happened. You know? What has happened to you? What Me? have you learned? Oh man, this episode would last another three days. Okay, well, at least I've been around one the block thing, a couple times. Give me times. at least one thing that you learned from your ex or exes. Um, I've learned that I've I've definitely learned that sometimes you have to trust another. I've had a lot of issues with trust in the past, and it was all in my head. It was all in my head, and I've put the blame on 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 other people, thinking and making things up that weren't real, right? So, you know, I went through a bad marriage. I got divorced. Shortly after that, I was dating around and and it kind of played 
uh, with my mind, does this person really like me or who are they talking to or blah, blah, blah. So I played the trick in my own head and I lost a lot of relationships because of it. Yeah, trust is a big so, one. That's true. I, I've, yeah, done, I've done the yeah. same thing you have, that you you come up with things in your mind because you just don't trust the other person. It's hard to trust because for you to be like that, that means that somebody had to fuck you up. Like somebody messed up with your trust and now you don't trust. It's like a cycle. Yeah. So the one thing I've learned from my exes is that I should listen and communicate, you know, which is now sitting here in my 30s, I can tell you that I am a complete different person from the person that I was in my 20s. And I've learned to listen, trust, and just be open. You know, and just not sit here and, and be close-minded to what the world has to offer. Because, you know, that can that can hurt everyone in the end if you're just like... Rah. And you know what? Something I also learned, I must admit, like on a more positive side, um, sometimes you have to let go of things. Let go of things. Um, you can't fight. You have to learn how to choose and pick your battles. You can't fight and argue for every single petty little things. Like sometimes, you know, all that argument, all that fighting, all that, sometimes you be nagging and being petty and just looking, that that can really mess up a relationship. Do I think the relationships once in a while need a little argument and a little, ah, okay, cool. Yeah, a little sass a little to sass, keep it going. Pero a cada rato estar como que peleando, discutiendo, looking for something, that's super unhealthy. Sometimes you have to know when to back off and be like, you know what? And I'm not mm -hmm. going to do it today. I'm just going. And you know, we're, 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 you know, Latinos are very fiery, yes. you know, Hispanics, Latinos are very fiery. So we're known to sometimes spark up a, uh, a little argument over spilled yeah. cafe, you know, so that's, you know, we got to look into ourselves and, and change that sometimes, yeah. but we're still who we still are who we are. We got to be proud yeah. of it. Uh, the last thing I'm going to leave you here with is before we get out of here is, you know, um, we're not responsible for anyone else's happiness, but our own, yes. correct? Correct. Yeah, most definitely. I mean. I do think that in order to make somebody else happy, you have to be happy yourself, um, which is a very hard thing to do because we try to find our happiness within somebody else. And that goes both ways, you know? Stop looking for this happy... Stop looking for your spouse to fulfill or your significant other to fulfill that emptiness that you have inside. That's something you got to figure out on your own. Uh, that's another reason, another way for you to end up a good relationship or somebody that actually really loves you and really cares about you and really wants to be with you because you put them all the responsibility of your happiness on them. They got to be, they got to worry about being happy themselves too. So I think that's something that we definitely have to work on. Um, and I feel that realistically, this conversation can go on and on because I feel there's so many lessons learned, good and bad. For the most part, you know, I was hitting you all with the bad. There's some good things I've also learned from my exes that I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful for every single man I've ever loved, even if they haven't loved me back the way that I loved them or every girl, whatever. Um, I'm grateful because I learned, I matured and made me the woman that I am today. Um, I will never regret loving someone because I gave the best out of me. Now, if they did wrong by me, that's on them. But I gave the best out of me. And I think that that should be the same way for everybody. If you ever feel that somebody has done you wrong, don't feel bad that they did you, you know, feel bad, fine, that they, that they did you wrong. But if you did good by them, that's okay. Let Papa Dios take care of them. Let them, you know, let God handle that. You did the right thing. So... With that being said, there's so many lessons learned from my exes. There's so many more things I'm sure I will learn. Right now, you know, I just I just recently learned a lot of things from my ex. 
Uh, but oh boy, but oh boy, hey, never blame someone else for the road you're on. But I am grateful for every single experience, good or bad. I am grateful for every lesson because just because I said lesson, it don't mean that it's bad. I'm grateful for everything, you know? If you hadn't gone through all the things you've gone through in life, you wouldn't be who you are. You wouldn't be where you are today. So you got to look at it that way. Alex, this has been so good. I must admit. Always. This has been so good. It's been interesting. It made me um, laugh. It made me think. Uh, it made me actually want to keep asking myself some of these questions because a lot of times these type of um, conversations are very self-healing. To hear yourself out loud express certain things. So thank you so much. No problem. That's what I'm here for, you know? Come up with ideas together and we serenade our audience. Yeah, and if you guys can relate to today's topic, I definitely want to learn um, and know on exactly Amara on Instagram and on Twitter, what lessons have you learned from your ex? What did your ex taught you that you'll always carry that with you or that you feel like, damn it, you know, if it wasn't because of this experience that I had, I would have never done this or whatever the case may be. I definitely want to know. So go leave some comments there. And you can also leave some comments at the YouTube channel. Go on the search bar and write exactly Amara or Amara La Negra. And uh, you can see all the behind the scenes of this actual podcast. But with that being said, thank you everyone for joining me. And remember to follow Exactly Amara and My Cultura podcast on Instagram. You can also watch the podcast, como ya les dije, in the YouTube channel. Ahí es donde la cosa se pone buena. Y this has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura podcast network. And for more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast show así que ya ustedes saben mi gente bella thank you so much Alex I shall see you soon everybody gang 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 see you next Thursday exactly Amara a new season of Bridgerton is here and with it a new season of Bridgerton the official podcast I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.